Hey, this is Adam Penapinto. I'm the pastor here at Hope Covenant Church, and I'm so glad that you're joining with us today. Whether this is your first time listening or you're a part of our Hope Covenant Church family, we would love to connect with you via social media on all social media outlets or on our website, hopecovenant.cc. I hope this word encourages, inspires, and challenges you in your daily walk with God as we dig deeper into his word. Let's jump right into today's message. We do want to welcome our online viewers, those that are watching online. Perhaps you're listening on the podcast at some point during the week. Hope Covenant, would you put your hands together for our online viewers and listeners? Good to have you with us. We say it every week that we consider you a part of this family, and we do. And if you are ever in the Charlotte area, we want to encourage you to stop on by. We'll make you feel right at home. I do want to do this this morning. I want to take a deep breath, and I want to pray. Welcome the Holy Spirit. I believe that that God speaks through His Word. How many of you believe that? That it's a alive, it's living, it's active, and I came to encounter the Lord. I, I know y'all don't want to just hear me, but you want to hear the voice of God, and, and so we can do that through His Word. We could do that through Scripture. Uh, it's one of the ways we can hear God. So, Holy Spirit, we just welcome you this morning as we talk about overcoming anxiety and anxious thoughts, overcoming anxious thoughts. Father, come and speak to us. Give us strategy on how to do this. Your Word equips us with this. It's so clear. We're going to look at these eight points, God, on how to combat anxious thoughts and anxiety when it tries to attack our minds. So, Lord, I thank you for peace over every mind this morning, even during this message. We just command our minds to be still. And we thank you, God, that we would clearly hear from you and that we would process this in a way that we would leave forever changed in the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe that, shout amen. Amen. Overcoming anxious thoughts. Listen, Scripture is so clear that in the end times and uh, that that it's in the end of of the age that we're going to experience hearts that are going to fail people because of fear and anxiety and anxious thoughts. And, and there's so much of that in the world today. All you have to do is turn the news on. Or perhaps you look at your iPhone and notice the Twitter app changed today. It's a big X, a big black X. And uh, it's like you look through Twitter and you can see all these things that create uh, anxiety. If you're not careful, the news and the, you know, there's, there's wars and rumors of wars. And this is all a sign of the time that we're living in. But the Bible equips you as the church that you don't have to live that way. Amen. You can combat anxious thoughts with scripture and good godly prayer. Connect with God and this will change. And I want to give you eight points to do that. I believe this is so key. There, we have a generation today that needs this. And so even if you've heard these scriptures, don't overlook this. Consider this revelatory because there's amazing revelation in this. So today I'm, I'm going to give you eight prayers and eight verses to declare that you can combat and actually speak these out loud, which is why I'm encouraging you to go on version on the app and save this during this time period. You have to save it during service time or you can't save it. So I want to encourage you to do that. So you can look or just take notes. If you're listening on the podcast, I want to encourage you to take out a pen and paper and take some notes on this. It's going to be really key for you. I believe this is going to change the trajectory of your week, your year, your month, all that. It's, I believe this is going to be a really good moment. So Lord, we just thank you for, for your wisdom in this as we, as we look at this and, and thank you, God, that this is powerful in Jesus name. Number one, Lord, I come to you. This is a prayer that you can pray when you have an anxious thought, when you feel anxiety, when you feel your blood pressure going up. Lord, I come to you for peace and comfort. Do you know that you can come to the Lord for peace and comfort? 
Your word reminds me to give all my anxieties to you. So when I have an anxious thought, what do I do? You can give it to God. You can submit. I can, we sing that song. I cast all my cares. I lay all of my burdens, all of my anxieties down at your feet. And anytime I don't know what to do, I can cast all my cares on you is the words of that song. So powerful. Your word reminds me to give all my anxieties to you because you are the one who takes care of me. Can I encourage you? And, and I know we talked about seven promises last week that, that God gives us that we could be confident in the authority that we carry in the Lord. But how many of you know we don't take care of ourselves? God does? It's just like you don't provide for you, God does. He's Jehovah Jireh, not you. Thank God, amen? <laughs> that takes a, a load of pressure and some anxiety off of me right there. But Lord, I come to you for peace and comfort. Your word reminds me that I can give all my anxieties to you for you're the one who cares for me. First Peter 5, 7 in the NIV says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. That verse makes it plain and simple right there. It makes it legal what we just talked about. In the Passion Translation, I love this one. It says in 1 Peter 5, 7, put all of your worries in stress. How many of you know where a lot of you are dealing with stress? We're all dealing with stresses of different types. Put all your worries and stress upon him and leave them there for he always tenderly takes care of you. Always, not sometimes. He always takes care of you. So you could take a chill pill just on that first prayer and prayer point and scripture right there. Now, I want to encourage you when you deal with these anxious thoughts that you can pray that prayer and then declare that scripture verse. Let your ears hear it out loud because it's powerful. The word of God is living and active. It's your sword. It's your weapon to combat anxiety. Point two, another prayer that you can declare. I trust in your promises. We talked about that last week. I trust all those points of what we learned last week, Father, knowing that you are my safe place, my strength, and my help in times of trouble. Some of y'all need to go listen to last week's message. It was good because it's the word of God. And those promise points, you can, you can trust all of those, knowing that you're my safe place, my strength, and my help in times of trouble. Psalms 46, verse 1-3 in the Passion Translation, 1-3. to God, you're a safe, you're such a safe and powerful place to find refuge. You are a proven help in time of trouble. How many of you have ever needed God and you've called on him in the past and he's been there for you? Anybody but me? God's been there for you. He's got you. Well, how many of you know if he did it then, he's going to do it again? It says in the scripture he will. His promises are yes and amen. What does that mean? It means that the things that we learned about last week, those promises are a guarantee. That's good stuff. So you're a proven help in time of trouble more than enough and always available whenever I need you. God is always available whenever you need him. He's more than enough. He's not just enough. He's more than enough. So we will never fear, even if every structure of support were to crumble away. Can I tell you this? Scripture says this, that men and women will always disappoint each other. We'll always disappoint each other. How many of you have ever expected something out of anybody that's, they've fallen short and they've disappointed you? How many of you know I've disappointed people? You've dis we've all disappointed each other. That's scripture. 
But it says this, every structure, every person that, that disappoints us, every, every structure of support, if it were to crumble away, we will not even fear when the earth quakes and shakes, moving mountains and casting them into the sea for the raging roar of stormy winds and crashing waves cannot erode our faith, our belief in what God can do. And that's why I encouraged you last week when we were talking about the promises that you can't rely on other people to know what scripture says or rely on their faith. You need your faith and you need to be confident in the word of God for you that you can stand against anxieties. So if you're anxious, press into the word of God and cling on to the promises that you're reading. And that will change your anxious position and give you peace. Ooh, this is good. Number three. You can pray this and declare this when you're feeling anxious. Lord, I ask you to give me peace that goes beyond my understanding. Oh, that's good. Because oftentimes we get anxious because we don't understand. That right there creates anxiety for some of us. God, what are you up to? God, what are you doing? What, where are you? I'm dealing with the situation. I'm dealing with a financial lack. I'm dealing with a lack of peace. Where are you? Oh, well, well. You can ask him to give you peace that goes beyond your ability to understand. And even when you don't get it, praise him in, the, in, in that moment. Thank God in that moment. Philippians 4, verse 6 to 9. We read some of this last week, but I want to read it again. Everybody say, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer. Maybe you ought to come Thursday and Patev's a little commercial. But by prayer on Thursday night at 7 o'clock here, right here in the sanctuary, and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Give God what, you, what, what it is that you need. Give Jehovah Jireh the request. He's going to provide. We talked about that. I will provide one of his promises last week. This is such a commercial for last week's message. We might have, like, strategized this. Give your request to God with thanksgiving that it's already sealed and done. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts. The peace of God guards your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus, which is why you have to stop when you have anxious thoughts and say, I have the mind of Christ. And we're going to get there. I have the mind of Christ. I take authority over this thought and I say, no, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to ruminate on this any longer. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about those things. Change your thoughts. Like, no, I'm not going to think about that anymore. Whatever you've learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and then the God of peace will be with you. That's really good right there. I could drop the mic. We could all go out to eat. Number four, you could pray this. Lord, help me fix my eyes on you, the author and perfecter of my faith, who endured the cross for me. Why? So I could rest in you. Do you know that he endured the cross for you so that you could rest in him? You know, the seventh day, the Sabbath, you could go ahead and take a Sabbath. Tell your mind, it's time to take a Sabbath. Speak that over your mind. It's time for you to rest. He endured the cross so that we could find rest. Hebrews 12, 2 in the Passion Translation. We look away from the natural realm. In other words, the things that we see day to day here on earth. 
and we focus our attention and expectation on the Jesus. I want to put a, a period right there. I want to pause because oftentimes we look at things in the temporal instead of the eternal, and that'll create anxiety right there. Like we, if you were to just look at one puzzle piece and not look at the whole puzzle, you can get anxious because you go, I don't know what I'm looking at right here. That's where we don't rely on our understanding, but he knows what the whole puzzle piece looks like, and that's eternity. And you've got to trust God in the puzzle piece moment where you don't see the big picture, that he knows what he's doing, and the picture's perfect, and there will be no missing pieces. That's the beauty of eternity and trusting in eternity. So we look away from the natural and we focus our attention and expectation onto Jesus who birthed faith within us and who leads us forward into faith's perfection. His example is this, because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his. He endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. Isn't it amazing that as he was being beat, Jesus, on the cross and enduring all the suffering and the humiliation, he's thinking about your peace. Maybe we ought to think about the sacrifice that Jesus made so I don't have to have anxiety and we would want to walk in authority just a little bit more. Did he die in vain? No. The precious only son that God had, has, died so that you could be at peace. Think about that. Man, that ought to slap you upside the head right there. Next time you go to be anxious. Hebrews 12, 1 to 3 in the NIV. Therefore, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, all that went before us, how many of you have loved ones that went before you? Yet let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Can I say this? Because when you're in sin, it can create anxiety. It does create anxiety. We all deal with something. All have sinned. I've sinned, you've sinned, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. He went to the cross and took the penalty for that sin so that you can repent and be free of the anxiety that sin creates. Man, that's so beautiful. I could cry right here. I'm going to try not to. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer, I love that word, and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame. I love that. Like, (laughs) boo, (laughs) check that out. And sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition for sinners so that you would not grow weary and lose heart. Can I read that again? Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners when he's on the cross and they're crucifying him and they're slaughtering him. He's enduring that opposition so that you would be able to endure and not grow weary and lose heart. So for those of you that came in discouraged, could you imagine being naked in front of everybody here, being beat and humiliated, dying on a cross? He did that for you so that you would not tap out of the race, so that you would not lose heart. Number five, you can pray and declare this when you're feeling anxious. Lord, I ask you to guide my thoughts and fill my mind with your truth. In other words, I love this. You got to fill that space with something, right? 
that those lies, those demonic lies, those thoughts. Anxiety is not of God. You got to fill those thoughts. What do I do? I fill it with truth. What's truth? The word of God. I fill it. I fill that space with truth. Your word reminds me not to be anxious about anything, but to pray about everything with thanksgiving, presenting my needs to you. And I gave you this verse a couple of minutes ago in the NIV. I just want to read it out of the Passion again. I love this. Don't be pulled in different directions. Can I tell you that's why our generation is experiencing so much anxiety right now? Bible says a double-minded man receives nothing from the Lord. You can't one minute go, I'm going to go right, and then the next minute I'm going to go left. I'm going to do this. 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 We have a generation that has no idea who they are anymore. They've lost all identity because they don't cling on to the last word of what, what God said and just settle that and just be confident in it. And it's going to take some perseverance. It's going to take some pushing. It's going to take some pressing through. But when you press through and you get through the other side, you go, thank you, Lord. Yeah. Let's just get, get, get over the lake and we'll get out of the boat. And we'll shoot the thing when we're done. <laughs> That's so good. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing, but be saturated in prayer, communicating with God, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life. Be honest with God. We talked about that last week. Tell him all the junk you're thinking. Do you know that you can give God the dirtiest of thoughts that you have and tell him, and there's no shame in that? It's a beautiful, safe counselor that you can sit in front of and don't worry. You don't have to worry about him gossiping to people about it. Lord, I am dealing with this thought, and it's, it's ugly, and I don't, need, I don't even know how that even entered my head. But I repent and I give it to you. Now, would you counsel me, Holy Spirit, and tell me how to get through this? You know the Holy Spirit's a counselor? And do you know that he's there advocating for you? He's cheering you on? He's going, let's go. We could do this. Yeah, I'll not only give you advice, but I'm going to encourage you that through this, you can endure. You can do this. You can press through. Oh, man, that's good. We talked about this a few seconds ago, but teach me this other prayer. This is point six. You can pray and declare this, teach me to yield my heart and my minds to you every day for it belongs to you. How many of you know when you yield, Charlotte's really famous for these roundabouts that nobody knows how to drive through here in in the United States of America. They're over in Europe, all all over the place. But how many of you love roundabouts? It's, 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 I watch accidents almost happen in roundabouts all the time. Why? Because nobody yields. Do you know that when you don't yield to the Holy Spirit, you are fixing to get into an accident? We've got to learn to yield. We've got to learn to yield. When you, when you start hearing the, the voice of Holy Spirit, don't ignore it. That's how you get into a wreck. Yield. 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 Think about that. So teach me to yield my heart. What does the Bible say about the heart? It's desperately wicked. So why wouldn't you yield it? Why wouldn't you yield it? Teach me to yield my heart and my mind to you every day for it belongs to you. It belongs to the Lord. Do you know that you belong to the Lord? Your heart belongs to the Lord. Your mind belongs to the Lord. It all belongs to the Lord. You go, I hate my teeth. It belongs to the Lord. Just praise him anyway. You'll have eternal teeth. They'll be better. It's fine. (laughs) Somebody just said amen. That's that's, that's your dental plan right there. (laughs) First Corinthians 2.16 in the NIV, we have the mind of Christ. I'm getting right to the end of that verse. There's more before it, but that's the end of it. We have the mind of Christ. Say that out loud. Say, I have the mind of Christ. 
It's good for you to declare that when you start to have anxious thoughts. You say, I have the mind of Christ. No enemy, you cannot come against me. Yo, I'm anxious just thinking about that. Well, try it. It works. I'm telling you, this is good stuff. And then my last point, no, actually, second to last point. You could pray this when you're feeling anxious. Lord, give me strength to keep going. Do you know that when you feel like you're tired and you're weary and like you can't keep going, you could, God, give me the strength to keep doing that. Give me the strength to endure. Paul said that endurance, we need endurance. Give me strength to keep going, knowing that in you I have already overcome this world. So you can't do it without God. Not, not successfully. You could try, but that's going to turn into an accident. That's not yielding. You don't want to do that. Lord, give me the strength to keep going, knowing that in you I've already overcome this world. Jesus said this in John 16, 33, the direct red letter words of Jesus. And everything I've taught you is so that the peace which is in me will be in you. I want to put a period right there. That's so good. Jesus is saying, hey, you see how peaceful I am right now? You could be that way too. You can have this. It's yours. Just claim it. Just take it. It's yours. And you will be in great confidence as you rest and as you trust in me. See, those promises we talked about last week that some of y'all need to go and listen to, you got to trust those promises. You got to trust in him in order to be at peace. You got to trust in him in order to get rid of anxiety. You say, are you saying that I have anxiety because I'm not trusting in the Lord? What I'm saying is trust in the Lord and give your anxiety to the Lord. That's what I'm saying. I want you to hear what I'm saying, not what I'm not saying. I try to always point that out. For in this unbelieving world, you will experience great troubles and sorrows. Why are we always confused when we experience challenges? Scripture says it. Paul even said it. You're going to have things happen that stink, that are ugly, that are horrible, that you can't wait to get through. In this unbelieving world, you're going to have challenges, but you must. Everybody say must. must. It's not an option. You must be courageous. For I, this is Jesus talking, I've already conquered the world. What are you worried about? What are you worried about? I already went to the cross for this. What are you worried about? Some of you need to, when you're having anxious thoughts, Talk to yourself and say, this is absolutely flat out ridiculous. Jesus even said that. I've already conquered this. So I got to move through this. I got to, you, you, don't, you don't have to rationalize it. He already did at the cross. He took care of it. This is, this is really good stuff. And the last point, you could pray and declare this. Lord, help me to trust in your unfailing love knowing that you will never leave me or forsake me. So when you're like, God, where are you? You need to just go ahead and hear him. I'm right here. I haven't left you. We leave God, but he's not going to leave us. We have needs. God doesn't have needs. He has desires, and he desires that you would trust him. He desires that you would run to him, that you would come to him. All you who are burdened, all you who are dealing with anxious thoughts, all of you that are dealing with anxiety, all of you that are dealing with situations that are bigger than what you can handle. It's through Christ that you get your strength to endure and persevere and be able to handle that situation that you can't do without him. The real key to anxiety and getting rid of anxiety and anxious thoughts is cling on to Jesus and ask for his help because he's longing to help you. 
Let's look at scripture and make it legal. Hebrews 13, verse five, don't be obsessed with money, but live content with what you have. For you always have God's presence. In other words, he's always there for you. He's always there with you. For he, hasn't he promised you that I'll never leave you? I'll never forsake you. And I will not loosen my grip on your life. In other words, he's got the whole world in his hands. Remember that song? He's got the whole world. I'm, just, I'm going back to Sunday school. Brandon's back there going, yeah, I remember that. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got you in his hands. He's got a grip on your life. If you've dedicated yourself to the Lord, if you've dedicated yourself to the Lord, if he's going to take care of you, he loves you. He's never going to leave you. He's always going to be there for you. When you're dealing with situations that you don't understand, you can have peace that you don't understand when you give it to God. Here's the word of the Lord for each of you this morning. Those of you that are listening on the podcast, those of you that are watching online, this is very simple. Give it to God. Give it to God. Surrender and give it to God. Lay everything at his feet and watch him bring ordination to your steps and bring you where you can't go on your own. You can only do it with God. Why do we deal with anxiety many times? I'm not saying all the time, but many times, oftentimes, 90% of the time. We have something that we need to give to the Lord that we're holding on to. You need to loosen your grip and, and cling on to his grip. Loosen your grip and give it to the Lord. Don't walk in your strength. Don't walk in your understanding. Trust in the Lord and cling on to those seven promises we talked about last week. Seven means completion. Cling on to those seven complete promises of God that we talked about last week. I went and listened to the podcast. I don't usually do it, but I'm often challenged in the very area that I speak on. Ironically, I was extremely anxious about some things this week. Liz looked at me. She goes, what are you so worried? We were at dinner. She goes, can you just put your mind away? I was like, I sure. <laughs> She's like, seriously, you were at dinner and, and I could see your mind racing. You're not on your phone or anything, but your mind is like, it's like, what are you communicating with right now? What are you thinking about? What are you pondering? Are you yielding to the Lord? It was about a stupid situation. She said, give it to God. And then my wife, she loves doing this. She was being used of the Lord. I got a phone call that answered the very same question that I had at dinner. Just minutes later, when I gave it to the Lord, it was over something so stupid and trivial. And the Lord totally ordained it way better than I ever could have. And the answer was right there. And Liz goes, see, told you. How many of you know wives? We, yeah, I told you. Can I go ahead and can I just be a pastor for a minute? I told you. Next time you, get to, you go to get anxious, I told you. I told you that Jesus could lift that burden. I told you Jesus was going to be there for you. you are, I want you to look at the person next to you and say, you're going to be all right. Look at the person. You're going to be all right. Look at the person who was your second choice and say, you're going to be all right too. You're going to be all right. You're going to get through. You're going to get through. <laughs> I saw that little communication back there. That's awesome. You're going to be okay. Let's stand to our feet this morning with the music playing in the background. Father, I thank you, Lord, that every anxious thought that we have, every problem, every challenge, every thought, we can lay it at your feet and we can overcome anxious thoughts by clinging on and replacing it with your word, which is truth. And so, Lord, we do that right now. We lay every anxious thought at your feet. Here's what I want to do this morning. I just feel led to do this. If you've never surrendered your life to the Lord, 
If you've never committed your life to Jesus, if you've never dedicated yourself and said, Jesus, I want you to be primary in my life, and you've never prayed a prayer like that, would you just lift your hand this morning? It's really easy. You go, why are you putting me on the spot? Well, it's not that I'm trying to put you on the spot. I'm just trying to identify if you've never prayed this, I want to lead you in a prayer that will forever change your life and give you access to eternity with the Lord. So I just want to ask this real quick. If you've never done that, would you just lift your hand? Just be honest. It's cool. Let's just pray this out loud, every one of us. Say, Jesus, I consecrate, I dedicate myself to you. And I thank you, Lord, that I can repent. And I do that right now. I repent for all sin, for every heavy weight, everything I've been dealing with. I lay it at your feet. I surrender to you. And now I ask you, Lord, to come and save me, to be my Lord. It means you, boss, mean not anymore. In Jesus' name, if you believe that, would you shout amen? Come on, put your hands together. If that was your first time praying that, would you come up and let us know? Yeah, if you weren't comfortable putting your hand up, that's fine. Just come up and say, yeah, that was my first time praying that. Because what Scripture says is that when you pray that for the first time, that all of heaven and everybody who went before us, they pause and they start cheering and go, woo, that's amazing. Because they recognize that one more just entered into the kingdom. I believe right now that Jesus is sitting at the right hand of God. I know it for a fact because Scripture says it. And he's like, Lord, can I come back today? And he's going, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's just a few more. There's just a few more. There's just a few more. Aren't you grateful for his mercy? I'm trying not to cry because that's just really that good. Lord, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for the expansion of your kingdom. We ask you, Lord, that we would have a week of no anxious thoughts. And when they come, we know how to combat it. We know how to deal with it because we've just been armed with your scripture and what it says to do that. We thank you for your goodness and the fact that you gave us a way out. In Jesus' name, if you believe that, would you shout amen? Hey, we're going to see a lot of families back here next week. I want to encourage you. Come on. It's going to be a good message. I'll tell you what it's about next week. Go ahead and uh, just fellowship, and we'll see you guys next week. You guys are dismissed. Thank you. Love you. If you enjoyed today's message, I want to encourage you to like it and share it on social media or jump onto our website, hopecovenant.cc, and click on our giving link and help us continue to share the message of Jesus across the world. God bless you and have an awesome week.